0: Hi, this is Steve Durr.
1: And this is Vicki Durr.
0: Today we're gonna read from Exodus chapter 14, starting in verse 15 and going to verse 31. But before uh, we do, let me just remind us where we're at in the story. God has rescued Israel from their slavery in Egypt. They've left Egypt and now they're camped alongside the Red Sea. But Pharaoh decided to pursue Israel with a mighty army. So Israel is between an army and a wet place. You like how I did that? Nice. Nice, nice, I know. Uh, and so they start complaining to Moses that they'd be better off as slaves in Egypt than dead in the wilderness.
1: Big babies.
0: Hey, come on now. But Moses sharply declares to the people that God will take care of this. So now let's pick up the story.
1: We are reading from Exodus 14 15 through 31. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground, and I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land, So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground, with walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers, chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion." He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh, all of the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground, as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how, har- how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses.
0: All right, so maybe you've seen this scene in a, like a Ten Commandments uh, type movie. I remember as a kid going to Universal Studios in California, and we came to a place along our little trip, our little tour in a tram, and they kind of recreated this moment with special effects of water on either side, and then we kind of drove through the middle. So I don't know what you're imagining as you hear this, but for you, Vicki, what did you kind of take out of this? How did this kind of story impact you, or what? how was God speaking to you through
1: it? Okay, first, I did not know they had that at Universal Studios. They
0: did. Well, that How was... old are you? I'm pretty old.
1: <laughs> right? I'm
0: old. Ancient.
1: They had ancient Universal Studios. They did. Moses Rides.
0: Moses Rides.
1: That's awesome. So for me, what I took away, or some things I guess that stuck out to me, was Moses knew what he had to do. He knew that it was going to be hard, and he also knew that it was going to be chaos I mean can you imagine this wind blowing water on both sides Egyptians on your heels Um, he knew that this was going to be hard and crazy but he kept his wits about him and he said come on we gotta go and he raised his arm and the water split and he led his people through chaos over to freedom and over to peace and I think For me, I want to be the kind of person who, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of hard times, brings peace rather than more chaos, who helps lead people through difficult things rather than creating more difficult situations. So for me, that's kind of what I'm
0: yeah, so for I mean, for us and our family, we've talked about this before in our own family. Uh, we've kind of joked like when things are chaotic and there's difficult things, one of us better, one of us better stay with our head in the game, better be at peace, right?
1: Right, and thankfully, I think we are rarely both losing our minds.
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: It's usually one or the other. I mean, not me usually, right? Because
0: because you're perfect.
1: Totally. So that was the thing for me. Okay, I, I want to bring peace, and the only way I can do that is because I know that God's leading and God's taking care of it. He's making the way.
0: That's good. So we can set the tone in our home, in our work, in our neighborhood when things are not going well. Uh, and we can walk through those hard things and that chaos with peace. And I think one of the reasons that we can have that peace, and you kind of alluded to it, is because uh, we follow Jesus. Good segue. Thank you. And so for me, as I kind of read this, I I couldn't help but see the imagery of salvation, of, of becoming a follower of Jesus and all that that means for us. So this walk through the Red Sea was a defining moment For the people of Israel, it was a march from death to life. They had been slaves, but now they've come out on the other side, God's free kids, his nation, his family. So this was a moment they could always point back to in which they said, you know, we passed from death to life. And they could remember that God protected them in the chaos and in the threats. And so for followers of Jesus, uh, if you are a follower of Jesus, Baptism is a way of expressing that thanks to Jesus, we're leaving behind the old way of life, a life of bondage, a life of sin, and now we're entering a new life following Jesus. So becoming a follower of Jesus and going through the waters of baptism is our exodus picture (laughs) as we put our faith in Jesus who frees us. So when we get baptized, we publicly announce that we've crossed over from death to life by going through the water. And so we follow, instead of Moses, we follow Jesus from death to life through the water. So for me, that gives me a lot of remembering my baptism when I was 19 years old, when I had said, I'm going to follow Jesus. I am no longer uh, dead. I am now alive to him. I'm no longer held, uh, uh, my sin is not no longer held against me and condemning me. Now I have this new life and forgiveness in Jesus. And I can point back to that time when I was 19 years old to recognize I've passed from death to life. And that can give me a lot of peace in the midst of difficult circumstances. And so how about you, Vic?
1: You're so good, babe.
0: Thanks. I try.
1: <laughs> so for you, when things get chaotic and out of control, how can you bring peace to that situation? How can you see God moving or leading in that situation? How can you be like Moses and just following God and trusting him and bringing peace rather than more chaos?
0: And what situation uh, might God be encouraging you to bring peace to today? There might be a situation you're going through right now and you're like, I can't even imagine having peace. But, uh, but this might be a moment just to, again, recognize that we can begin to live life differently uh, if we've embraced Jesus, that he gives us life, he rescues us, he defends us, he protects us, he leads us. And, uh, and so my question, though, is have you said yes to him? If not, today might be a day to reach out to him, to say, Jesus, I want to follow you. Would you rescue me from my slavery? Would you rescue me from my life and um, my sin and from all the garbage of my life? And God, would you set me free and give me new life and forgiveness and hope and peace? And so today, just kind of reach out to him and and ask him to be your king. Uh, Or maybe for you, uh, you are a follower of Jesus, but Have you announced that thanks to Jesus you've passed from death to life through baptism? Have you been baptized? If not, uh, when can you take that step? Because I think it's an important moment not only for you to remember what God's done in your life, but also for those around you to see that truth. And so, Vic, why don't you close us in prayer?
1: God, thank you for this day, for all that you have for us. Thank you for leading us through difficult times. I just pray, Lord, that you would bless all who are listening, that you would give them peace in their day, that you would um, show them how they could take a step closer to you. And maybe, Lord, it's even through baptism, giving them courage to make that decision. God, we just thank you for being awesome. And amen.
0: Amen. Have a great day.